17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. They've just elevated their game in 2023. You know, we had so many questions about, oh, what's this team going to do in terms of getting um, to the quarterback and putting pressure on the quarterback? And, you know, Marlon is going to be out for some time. Oh, my God, Brandon Stevens. Oh, Marcus Williams is going to be out. Oh, what's going to happen? I mean, there were so many question marks um, throughout the first few weeks in terms of what this defense was going to look like. And, yes, I'm going to give Mike McDonald some flowers because I do think that from a schematic perspective, he is a big part of what it is that they're doing in terms of success. But we got to start giving these players props, man. These players have been phenomenal. And guys that um, whether you expected them to step up or whether you just didn't know and this has just been a pleasant surprise, either way, these players have been phenomenal in this defense. And the Ravens are now one of the best defenses in the National Football League. Oh, easily, easily. I mean, number one, you can't score against this Ravens defense. And if you can't score, you can't win. Ravens defense is only allowing just under 14 points a game. I mean, that's just in today's NFL. that That is dominant. That is that's flat out dominant. So many questions about the pass rush coming into this season. The Ravens are averaging just over four sacks a game. No other team is averaging four sacks a game. I mean, and, and this is without them having a premier pass rusher or a big name pass rusher because Matabike is starting to look like uh, one of the top interior pass rushers in the NFL. I've yep. talked glowingly about um, Patrick Queen and how I think he's a, a, a really good pass rusher in his own right from the middle linebacker spot. But th- this team has just been out of this world good. And that's with their secondary field with a guy, a, a lot of veteran guys that were signed on the back end of the offseason and younger guys who on a national level are no namers. I mean, who knows Brandon Stevens outside of Baltimore? At this point, how many people know who Geno Stone is outside of Baltimore? Rockets in. I mean, they that was one that they signed in the offseason that seemed at the time like, okay, we'll see how this goes. But he's been really good for them. Uh, Arthur Millette has, has been really, really good for them. And he was one of those guys. I didn't even have Arthur Millette making the team initially. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the injury to Marlon Humphrey ended up making that. Uh, a situation where he was on the roster, but he doesn't even start the year on the active roster. It's kind of like, what is the plan with him? And he has pretty much shored up that nickel corner spot for them right now at a pivotal time because Kyle Hamilton can't go there as much as they'd like because of the injury to Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey. They don't want to make him an exclusive inside uh, uh, corner. So, Arthur Millette has really showed his weight and goal for the Ravens, not only in coverage, but also as a blitzer as well. Saw him get the sack on Sunday against Detroit. So I just think this defense on all three levels have really shown up big time. Um, Jadavian Clowney, I mean, Calvin Noy. It's, I mean, the names go on and on. You see Adafi Owe come back after missing, what, a month yeah. or so and gets a sack in his first game back. 
Uh, that linebacker duo with Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith is still elite. Um, I, Kyle Hamilton is just doing everything. It just seems like he's flying all over the field. And I, I just think back to how he looked in the first half of last season in his rookie year where he just looks lost and still trying to figure out not only his role, but even figure out his assignment half the time. And now he just plays with such confidence and he's playing so fast and so physical. Um, everybody on this defense, I think, is feeding off each other. Player-wise, I think it starts with Roquan because he sets the tone um, just even with some of the things that he says to us, the media, going into the game and um, and then how he goes out there and backs it up and then talks <laughs> more after the game. I mean, that's that gives you vintage Ravens defense vibes. I mean, right. honestly, it, it really does. You, I've talked to a couple of media members that truly believe Roquan could play with any of the old errors of the Ravens defenses. He, he, he's one of the few guys that, that you could put him in any of those defenses and he'll still succeed. So I, I just think this Ravens defense, they're going to that, that, that they're what makes this team uh, potentially elite outside of obviously Lamar and some of the guys that they have on offense. This defense has shown themselves to be the most consistent part of this team. And in this day and age, if you got a defense like the one that they have with the capabilities that they have on the offensive side of the ball, man, it, 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 the sky could really be the limit for this team. Absolutely. And I, I want to go back to a couple of things. So Meta BK um, has five and a half sacks, which is the same amount of sacks that Montez Sweat has. Um, the, the same amount of sacks that uh, Kayvon Thibodeau has, and they've played the same amount of games. Um, he has more sacks than Michael Parsons, although Michael Parsons did have a bye week. Mm -hmm. um, but still, the, the, the fact remains is that Michael Par these are guys that I think that people absolutely thought would be um, in the running in terms of having sacks. Um, and he has more sacks as well than Aiden Hutchison. These are guys that when you talk about those guys, you definitely think that they are going to be up there in the upper echelon of sack leaders. Justin Metabike is not a guy I don't think that anybody thought would be no. a guy that would be in a conversation about being in the sack conversation and yet he's done it Geno Stone leading the league with four interceptions Geno Stone signed a one-year deal he was an undrafted I mean he not uh, he was not an undrafted free agent but at one point he was on the practice squad for the Ravens I think he had a quick stint when he left and came back and he really has found his niche um which is why you know how I feel Cordell I do feel like sometimes players take a minute to develop mm -hmm. and you know the Ravens saw the potential in him and wanted him to stay. And then and they stuck with him and that has benefited them, especially with the Marcus Williams injury. It has benefited them um, greatly. Um, you mentioned, you know, guys coming back like away and stuff. And this team is still not a hundred percent healthy. You know, Ty is from, from the way that he spoke, doesn't feel like he's going to be out for the season. He feels like at some point he'll be back playing football. Um, you don't know what Ajabo, but remember John Harbaugh said that it doesn't look like it's season end, ending. So if that could potentially be something that, that we'll see later on down the stretch when the games get harder. And of course, Marcus Williams, who, you know, 
Yes, he's dealing with hamstring injury as well as the pec injury, but hopefully he can get some time to rest um, both of those situations. And when the, the games get harder moving forward in the second half of the season, he'll be back to play. So this defense, as good as they are, still don't have everybody involved. Oh, and by the way, you know, guys like Kyle Van Noy, who was sitting at home eating Cheetos, probably like you and me just a couple weeks ago, just walked in and said, here's three sacks. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, he's three sacks. There you go. I mean, yeah, I can still play. And he has mm-hmm. played at a high level immediately, which is crazy to me that he was even, you know, sitting on the couch. And look, maybe you have the situation to do that. Furthermore, um, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, and Dominic Sue went on TV and said that the Ravens reached out to him. Um, a week ago about potentially joining their team. And so, you know, people will say, oh, my God, but, that you know, this defense, this, they're already good. Look, the Ravens are, are probably not satisfied. They want to be the best. You see Philadelphia still making trades and still bringing in guys for their team. They're trying to build their super roster. The Ravens mm-hmm. aren't susceptible of that either. And if they feel like Indominus Sue is – able to still play at a high level and he is able to reach the price that they're in that they can afford i can see this happening because you know he ain't going to nobody that ain't a contender i mean he's already kind of made that known but ultimately i absolutely can see the ravens saying yes this this defense is great but i want a little bit more a little bit more always could use more you never know what could happen on the injury front um you got some veterans on that front on that front group so you never know what can happen with them. A couple of them have uh, uh, injury histories that probably worry you anyway. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm a Nebraska guy, so I'm always <laughs> with, you know, and Dominican Sue coming around. He That dude was just a monster yes, in college. And uh, even in the pros, he had his moments to where the dude was just arguably the best defensive tackle in the league at times. So I don't know how much he has left at this point. In his career, but it's not like the Ravens are going to ask him to give yeah, every you know, down guy, yeah, right, right. So, with especially with as good as Matabike's playing right now, I think Broderick Washington is playing at a high level as well. Travis Jones and, and Brent Urban will still be in the fold. So, yeah, if they add in an endowment, Kinsu, I mean, he definitely fits the type of nastiness that that defense likes, um, to play with. So, I, I, I'm all for it. I am all for it. If he joins, this defense will go from nasty to nasty-er. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, that Hopefully is Hopefully he's not too. stepping on people that <laughs> – Well, I think, I'm hoping that we're past that point. Right. I'm hoping that the, that, that type of nastiness has moved on <laughs> from him as he's an older guy at this point just trying right. to win, you know, just trying to get a Super Bowl. So hopefully, you know, he's still got the nasty streak but not the, like, stomping on people right (laughs) we'll see how this goes so we'll be following that uh because i'm sure he's not going to do anything before november he kind of jovially Mm -hmm. made that 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 comment that you know he ain't doing nothing before november because he's enjoying his time 